0: Welcome back to The Huddle. It's The Huddle. It is The Huddle. It is season two, episode one. First of all, before we start anything, we got to just thank God, man.
1: Yes. We made it
0: to a second Amen. season. When we first started, we did not expect to, to do all of the things that we did. Mm-hmm. I also want to give a special thanks to the Northwest Daily News yes. for um, reaching out to us and doing an article. We want to thank all of the listeners who have tuned in, who have listened, who shared the episodes. We certainly don't take it lightly. This is a new platform, and we are here to kick off Season 2, Episode 1. And this time, ladies
1: and gentlemen, Dun, ba, da, Austin, tell them who we have. We have the one... The only Pastor Jeff Yates. Pastor Jeff Yates. Hello, everybody. Let me tell y'all something. He
0: is not a stranger to KOC. He is family to KOC. If you you came to Deception, you saw him. You saw him twice because he wasn't on stage once. He was on stage twice. (laughs) (laughs) He somehow was in the band in heaven and then was at the park. (laughs) This man has superpowers and he's here to talk to us. Pastor Jeff, what is going on? Not
2: much. I'm actually excited to do this. This is the first time ever doing a podcast, and um, you guys do an awesome job. So I'm just excited to be here and uh, have a conversation. What is it? The conversations that nobody uh, wants to have
1: Yeah. or needs to have?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah. What what do you tell them (laughs) often? It's the conversation we all need,
0: but nobody wants to have. There you go. Nobody wants to have. So basically, we address the elephant in the room. And it's not easy because sometimes you find out you're the elephant Yeah. and you're addressing yourself. And then you'd be like, ah, yep. <laughs> I don't even like this show no more. <laughs> but no, we are so excited to have season two. The first segment that we do on this show is simply called Hear Me Out. So you can complain, you can rant on whatever. And since you are a special guest, is there anything that you want us to hear you out about?
2: Oh, man. Well, I just want you to hear that Jesus loves you. LA LA, Austin (laughs) (laughs) That's a Uh, word (laughs) Uh, Uh, I'm right (laughs) Well I guess um, I don't have a rant per se but I just want to If my wife is listening My kids are listening say hi to them Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of made a Sly little announcement on on Facebook yesterday or the day before We are expecting another Little one Wow congratulations Congratulations. For those who don't know we are a big family Um we currently have eight and we're pregnant with our nine. Ooh, okay. So so full crew. I'm gonna hear all the uh, what that would be a baseball team. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna hear all the baseball team jokes a for a while. Choir or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you already got yeah. start at five. Right. <laughs>
2: yep. 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 I'll
0: have a I'll have
2: my uh, my starters and my backup on the court. Oh well, yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. So
0: that's that's number nine. See, that's another reason why he's amazing. Is because if you have nine children and have time to sit down with the huddle in KOC. Wow. Thank you. There's so much that you, literally so much that you can be doing right now. And you took time out to come visit us. Oh, man, this is a pleasure.
1: Yeah, thank you. Well, Austin, what's up with you, bro? Man, you know me. I'm just chilling. I just hang out. I just, I I come and I I ruin the show, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do in my spare time. (laughs) Um, But I'm excited to be back. It's been two or three weeks, and uh, I'm just excited to Learn something different about this season is we're going to have some different voices. Yeah. I know season one, we had 12 episodes of y'all just hearing yeah. uh, LA and I speak our opinions on things, um, but now we have somebody with some gray hairs in the room. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, um, somebody with some wisdom, and I get excited when, when I can learn from somebody. Me so.
0: too. Uh, so I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Last episode, you called me.
1: (laughs) No, can we, uh, let's get to the good part. Let's listen to what Austin called me last episode. What did you call me? Okay, y'all, hear me out on this. I messed up. (laughs) I accidentally called him Dave Ramsey instead of uh, Gordon Ramsey. I I just messed up. But it's still a good thing because Dave Ramsey is an awesome financial advisor. And uh, Gordon Ramsey can throw down in the kitchen.
0: Well, you spoke some things over my life, and I am willing to accept the Dave Dave Ramsey anointing (laughs) on my life. I will accept that humbly. Um, But shout out to Abe, who started the season with this directing. He's now in Mm -hmm. Michigan. He actually caught it. We didn't even catch it, because I was talking about food, and he was like, oh, Oh. you're Dave Ramsey over here. (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm sitting there just going along with it, like, ah, ha, ha. Abe texts us later and goes, Who is Dave Ramsey? (laughs) Do you mean, like, the the chef? And I was like, wait a minute. I didn't even catch it, and by this time, it's out. So you can't even, like, go back and... Yeah, it's just... You just got to take that L. But, you know, thank God for Abe telling us so that we can, I guess, feel bad about ourselves. I don't know. (laughs) Listen, listen, y'all hear me out
1: on this. God's grace covers it. That's all I need to say. Yo, okay. That's very true. That's true. That's why he went to the cross, because he knew that on... Uh, episode, what was that? 12? 12, that I would do that. <laughs> At the end of the season. <laughs> he thought about this moment when he gave his last breath. And Before he, he said, it is finished? He said, oh my gosh, it is finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. Well, you know what? Um, speaking of finishing things, we all know, we talked about it on the podcast, there's a time when you have to let go. The power mm-hmm. of letting go things. Yes. And when season's end, And... Um, it's different when a season is in or a season's ending for everybody, which is you know what we're in in this time of uh, COVID-19. A lot of mm-hmm. people are transitioning and they're not getting a chance to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, people mm-hmm. are graduating without the ceremony. There's mm-hmm. this transition and there's this time to end things. How do you lead when you're hurt? How do you lead while you're bleeding? And we have none other than, say it again, introduce him one more time.
1: Pastor. Pastor. <laughs> Jeff
0: Yates in the house. (laughs) He's about to take us into this topic. Yes. So, I personally cannot talk about leadership. There there are just certain people that you meet in your life who... Mm -hmm who um, raised the bar and who set a standard that you, no matter what you do, you go back and you think, like, oh, if I was this person or if they were Mm -hmm. in this situation, they would do it like this or they would do it like that. There's just certain people. You happen to be one of those people for me. I've, oh, okay. I've watched you from when you were a um, minister of music when we first met mm-hmm. and we did that three hour, felt like <laughs> oh, three hour worship <laughs> set. Thank you, Pastor Jay. You <laughs> <laughs> we had like a three hour worship set, Pastor Jay was filling it, the spirit was in the room and um, he was just killing it on the, on the keyboard at the, at the time or was it guitar? Uh, he does both guys. Yeah, I, I don't
2: even remember which one I was playing I think I was playing the keyboard. You're right. It was a keyboard,
0: yeah, because I yeah, it was a keyboard. That's right, yeah. And um he just he just led so well and then I watched him go from leading worship and just this dude is a worshiper for real guys. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the unfortunate sudden passing of your pastor at mm-hmm. Ocean City Church, Pastor Charles, we mm-hmm. see this season where things switch. Mm-hmm. And now you're thrust into this leadership position. What is that like? I'm not sure the
2: words exist. It's it's for at least for me, it's a mixed bag. Um, First off, I never wanted to be a pastor. I specifically remember telling the Lord, Lord, don't make me a pastor. Mm. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was a mistake. Um, You know, that that that. I, even you know my day's youth pastoring I, I i just never had an ambition to be a pastor one i just revered the people who did it you know mm-hmm. i mean you have to hear from the lord and um you know and i just always treated you know speaking and and, and sharing uh, messages from the lord with such fear and trembling mm-hmm. you know you, you're not just you're not just motivational speaking right mm-hmm. you're you're, mm-hmm. you're you're speaking right into the spirit man of people and right and so um yeah so i I've never, this was never my life's, this wasn't my plan, but that's, that's just how God works. You know, if you have a yes, it's amazing what he does. I never could have imagined that this would happen, but yeah, fast forward, I did youth ministry 15 years, um, had a little transition time where I was, um, doing some in-between stuff before, yeah, the sudden passing of our our senior pastor, who also was my father-in-law. And just someone who is, you know, my chief mentor. Mm-hmm. There is nobody I can credit more for the way I, you know, developed than him. And so it was, um, uh, it, it, was hard. it was hard. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was very rough. Um, the very first message as um, I spoke as the pastor of um, Ocean City Church was about 12 hours after his passing. Mm. And so um, it was a quick turnaround, but there was a grieving church, and um, we could have shut down the service and said, you know, we just need to take this time. But I, I just knew there was something that, you know, I, I, I just knew that I could trust the Lord with it. And mm. even though my emotions were crazy, I think I cried the whole time I was mm. speaking. Um, you know, it, I, I knew that there was something the Lord wanted to speak, because um, there, there, there was a fear about where are we going to go, what direction we're going to take. Right, but. But, you know, I just trusted God with it and, it. and it turned out to be a very powerful meeting um, and, and very honest, a very yeah. honest meeting. Um, and I credit him a lot with, uh, with a lot of, he, he prepared me. He, uh, there's no other mm. way to put it. He, he didn't just prepare me, he prepared our church. Yeah. We were ready, there was no question who was gonna step in after. Mm. There's, there's never been a conflict, which is it's rare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when there's a transition in leadership like that, it's very right. rare. So we, we were f- very fortunate on that front, but, but yeah, the, um, some mighty big
0: shoes to fill. Wow, I can only imagine. It's, you know, it's one thing when you're transitioning and things are good, mm-hmm. but I think it's totally different and it takes a, 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 a totally different um, amount of courage and just really obedience when you're leading and bleeding at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're leading, Comforting others who are bleeding just the same as you're bleeding, if not more, because now you're in this position mm-hmm. where it's your father in law. Mm-hmm. You know, so now you're 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 comforting your wife, you're comforting your church family, leading them, and somehow you're still bleeding. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. how do you not allow like emotion without the spirit? Because I think emotion is always involved right, in that. Right,
2: absolutely. But
0: how do you allow emotion um without the spirit not to take over?
2: Yeah, see, and, that's, and that, that is the trickiest part. Um, I think I've said this already. I had to, I had to just absolutely trust God. Uh, one of the things I had to tell myself was um, I, I, I cannot depend on an ideal circumstance to be an ideal minister. Um, right. it re- I used to have a basketball coach in middle school who would say, you know, we, we our practice courts were outside, and we'd miss a shot. We're like, that's the wind.
3: Uh, <laughs> you
2: know, that's, it, oh it was because it was the wind. Yeah. or that rim is crooked, you know. Uh-huh. We always had excuses, and he'd be mm. like, it's the same for everybody. And mm. I'm like, well, that's true. You know, and if, if you're going to complain about that, you're going to complain inside a court, too, mm. inside a gymnasium. Yeah. So it I kind of had that, that mentality. It's like, okay. If I'm just always gonna wait for an ideal moment to do anything, I'll never do anything. Mm. And so, um, it, and, and I just have this um, conviction that if God said, th- you know, this is how it's gonna happen and you know, that's, it's how everything went down, then he'll make a way. So um, you, you kinda have to swim through your emotions for sure but I, I i guess i just trust that, that he could he could help me with that too right mm-hmm. you know um it's easy to trust him with, with i guess it's easier to trust him with the word we have a, we have scripture and um mm-hmm. you know to trust him even with other things but yeah our emotions is tricky but he can do that too mm-hmm. um i he he is not a god who does who doesn't understand our emotions like mm-hmm. emotions were his his idea right he designed us with emotion mm-hmm. and so um Trusting him with that and knowing that, look, God, I, I don't know if I can make any sense of this, but I'll mm-hmm. take just the next step because that's all I can see. Kind of mm-hmm. like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just take it one step at a time, and that's all you can do. Um, most times we like to plan out our steps and see see a few a few more ahead, but mm-hmm. there's just times in life when it's really murky and all you have is the very next step. And so mm-hmm. that and uh, and
1: all I all I could give him was a yes.
3: Mm.
1: So wow. So I do have a question for you. Um, so when I hear you speak about that, um, it reminds me of, of when people say that Jesus is their best friend. He walks with them through things. So during that time, I'm sure there were there were probably moments where it felt like you weren't understood completely because not only are you mourning with everyone else, but you're also having to lead and comfort those who are mourning. Mm-hmm. So for you, was Jesus really uh you know your best friend in that who the re- really the only one who could understand you or you know I'm sure you have your wife as well is, is awesome amazing um mm. shout out to you <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what was that like you know because you had your me- he was not only just your past but your mentor as well yeah honestly Jesus was
2: yeah he, I, I don't I don't know if best friend quite captures um Who he would, he who he has been to me throughout this whole process, Mm -hmm. because at least in my mind, no, nobody understands what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. but again, it's like okay, but one of the things that really gave me strength was um, by nature, I've always second-guessed myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I I I, I think I give off a confident vibe, but in my head, I want to get it right. Mm -hmm. And so even if I feel like I had it right, I'll go, well, but. And and so I'm like the chief of second guessers, right? And right. I'm I'm having to deal with that. And every time I feel like I didn't know what to do, or and quite frankly, I would I would go, you know what? Somebody else can do this better. Mm. And I would have all of those thoughts. Um, I would go, did they make a mistake? W- was this a mistake? Becoming? Do they even know who they got? Mm-hmm all those thoughts went through my mind if it wasn't for the lord if it wasn't for jesus if it was wasn't for his holy spirit yeah. in me i don't know what i would have done yeah. um, because he met he he worked this in a way where this could have only been him yeah. i mean there were so many factors uh, it's really a, a lot to go into but there were so many things that happened that made this feel like there there he he set it up you know even though the passing was sudden and um The transition was sudden and it's not, it's not how I imagined it. I imagined if I ever became senior pastor here, he'd be right there. I could talk to him, Mm -hmm, you know, I could pick his brain and be Mm -hmm. like, Hey, you want to (laughs) kind of tap out for a second? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how I thought it was going to happen, but that's not what God thought. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not how he did it. And so um, at the end of the day, I go, I say, he did it this way. He put me in this position um, I've got to try, even if I don't believe in myself, I've got to believe in him. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my, um, my belief in myself is vicariously through Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, so, if he did it, if he believes in me, then I don't, man. then, then who am I to doubt myself more than he believes in me?
0: Mm, no, that's a word. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that is good. That is good. And these are things that, you know, like a lot of times people on the outside don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what, this is why I love podcasting and, and just the honestly where we are as a body of Christ today mm-hmm. I feel like more people are being open and transparent about yeah. their experiences and and The reason why we even wanted to have this conversation is because I believe that there are people who are out there leading and they're bleeding Mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure out how do I make the right decisions? How do I know that this is the right move? Like, did you ever get to a point, like you were saying, because you said you were the chief of second guessing Mm -hmm. yourself. If you're the chief, I'm the operating officer. (laughs) Like, I'm right. Like, if you're president, I'm vice president. (laughs) So it's just like, but how do you... You know, what, what helped you constantly? We, you know, we say we believe in Jesus, but was there ever a decision that you made that when you saw the fruits of the decision, you were like, oh, thank you, Jesus?
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh,
0: absolutely. I remember, I, I I can't go into all the
2: details, but I remember one... There was one in particular now just kind of a little backdrop I have a staff I have a staff of pastors I happen to be the youngest of all of them right the so now I'm the senior pastor and I'm the least senior mm-hmm. in age right. <laughs> amongst right. the group but it's amazing the grace that God's given me with the team I have they're they're awesome awesome bunch um, but we had a um, we had to make a decision Um uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to talk in code. I don't know. Right, yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to give us. <laughs> but but a, no. it was. It, I I I remember. It's almost like I could th- see the question marks, you know, over oh. and over over everyone's head, and I'm like, but but I I felt like it was the right mm-hmm. thing to do. So mm-hmm. it was like my first time having to go. Okay. I I I want you guys to know. I I value your counsel, and this is not me devaluing that, but. At the end of the day, I want to hear you out, but I have to do what I believe the Lord is saying. Because I I, I I can't, you know, when I get to heaven, I can't be like, well, but they said we voted. And, you know, <laughs> right. and, no, that that's not how it works. Right, you know, yeah. I, I have the responsibility. And it's the first time I really felt it. And so I stepped yeah. out on a limb. And, um... You know, I was thinking, okay, a At least I'll learn from this, <laughs> <We're> right? <laughs> exactly. But no, it, it turned out to be a beautiful moment. We had a that lit. It was it was a decision uh, um, referring to how we handled a service, and and it turned out better than we could have thought, um, yeah. and and ministered in more angles than we were even aware of. Yeah. And so, uh, it, it, yeah, it it was hard, but again, um, I, I guess. I just had to do uh, is this a, is this off of a show the next right thing uh, <laughs> i think that's right. a, disney, I think a, that's a disney line now i think is i don't know it? i don't I've know never heard of it. i'm the it one with kids good. i really should know this um but <laughs> yeah <don't> <laughs> but but that's that's what it was for me okay I, I, I now i had to measure what's what 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 is my conviction telling me what is what do i feel the holy spirit is telling me and what's my counsel telling me and and then weigh it Right. And there was just such a weight in my spirit that I couldn't live with the going the, and again I was willing I told them I said I'll take all the heat, put it all on me. Right. <laughs> you know, the, all on if me. this blows up, I'll learn from it, I'll take responsibility yeah. I, 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 and, and my team was gracious and and they, they understood they understood the position I was in and mm-hmm. and we did We saw some fruit out of that out of that meeting um, and quite frankly saw some uh, very old um, chains. Fall uh, and wow. some and some things really break break loose in that in that meeting. So, yeah, um, uh, so yeah, Very I have I've had my encounter and I've had some few on the way and I'm sure um, there are there've already been you know it, you can't do this job without expecting that um, there will be second guessers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's always funny is the second guessing always coming comes back to you you mm-hmm. know and you hear about it, but what you what you do as a leader. And how you response respond to that, I think, will affect how you your effectiveness as a leader going forward. If you can't handle the fact that the criticism exists, mm-hmm. you should probably step down
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, if, if Jesus couldn't do it as the son of God, you know, mm-hmm. with, without criticism, who are you? You're mm-hmm. not perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have to, again, it doesn't excuse, you know, um, gossip or anything like that. But, but criticism comes with the territory because it's, it's a, you, you learning is, uh, is your perspective, but someone else is learning to walk out from mm-hmm. their perspective watching you. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to, if they're going to learn from you, I mean, I think there's some, there's some good criticism where it's like, well, I wouldn't do it that way. And they get to measure it. I was in their shoes before. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, where I was like, you know what, that's not how I would do it. Mm-hmm. If I was in charge, well, hold on, I'm not in charge. So, you mm-hmm. know, you have to, again, there, there's space for it, you know, that's where it's beneficial um, and then it, it crosses a line when 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 you you want to have criticisms, but you don't want to have any responsibilities attached yes. to it. Yes. Lots of that. Lots, lots of um like uh, backseat driving for sure. But but yes. again, everybody's learning, so you have to have graciousness. Um, one of the one of the earliest lessons I learned as a believer, not a pastor, as a believer, is you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. If I want yeah. graciousness in my life, if graciousness in this new position that I'm in, uh, I need to I need to sow it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I I try to always be conscious of being gracious to people while they're figuring things out because I'm I need that kind of graciousness in
0: my life. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so funny, it, you know. Uh, as a leader, just like I don't, I'm not a pastor of a church, Lord, you know. I'm that's all I'm gonna say. I'm innocent the like that. I'm not gonna say nothing else. <laughs> I was about to walk into a trap. <laughs> but was there ever a moment where you were just like? Hmm, somebody should fix that and then you realize oh wait no I'm the leader I'm responsible for that oh absolutely <laughs>
2: I've, I've been on staff here um, I've been in ministry 19 years this year it'll be uh, 20 wow. 20 wow. years in January or, yeah 20 years I have, I'll have been ministering as a, mm. as a pastor as a staff pastor here um, mm. and even though I've been here doing this what 17 years by the time I became senior pastor I was like wait who who took care of that Right. <laughs> so many things. Of course, um, you know, most people see the pulpit and the ministry that comes from there, the uh, programming and stuff like that. Um, but there's so much behind the scenes, even even when it comes to like decision make decisions on finances of the church. Mm-hmm. You want y'all want to get like elephant in the room, Uh-oh. <laughs> talk church finances and lots of people struggle mm-hmm. in this area and um you know what but I, one of the things there was graciousness in my life um it was 2018 and which was the year that uh, that uh pap, that uh, um my father-in-law passed away um it was the beginning of that year i felt like the lord said you know what finances isn't going to be your problem this year which was news to my ears, you know. Personally, I'm like, right. yes, right. Come on, Lord, come on, come on with that. I receive that <laughs> <laughs> double portion.
0: The Dave Ramsey anointing, The Dave Ramsey. Yes,
2: yes. We actually did watch a couple of the videos. Like, okay, I, I did. I did <laughs> or something. On,
3: look.
2: Yeah, I, did, I did. Just little, little shout out there for 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 the man. But yeah, no, uh, and and I heard it, but then like the second half came. But you may wish finances was your bigger was, your, was oh, your biggest issue. Jesus, so I thought I thought nothing could get harder than you know mm. navigating finances personally and, and and you know in church, uh, but yeah, th- then everything happened just suddenly. You know, mm. I'm you know again all of this, and we were having our, our finances were improving. We were kind of in a bad place. I think a lot of churches were during these last few years, mm-hmm. now, and now this pan now this pandemic hits. Yeah, and you know you you have again. The purpose of the church is to, is to, is to edify, to, 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 you know, raise a body of believers and, and, and really a family of believers at that. But finances is a real deal. Like, mm-hmm. but it's, it's hard to do it when the money and the resources aren't there. Mm-hmm. But I felt like God told me and before any of this happened in 2018, don't worry about the finances. Mm-hmm. And, and he's just been there he's he's shown up and um and so yeah i actually when this pandemic hit my mother-in-law is actually this the church secretary mm-hmm. and so um it's just made for an interesting dynamic she's a such an awesome lady she's so sweet yes she is <laughs> and she doesn't she doesn't even know how how valuable mm-hmm. and underpaid she is and you know uh, but but you know she, hopefully she didn't ever hear this <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> we'll, oh we'll, well we'll clip this out yeah, right? We'll, right you, we'll you, you edit it yeah, yeah, but um, I asked her, you know, she walked beside her husband as senior pastor of this church. I think he did it 29 years, if I remember. 29 mm. years as senior pastor. Um, and and uh, I asked her, so, okay, this pandemic's hit. You have got to have some experience, something in your life where, um, in your walk, where you, you can tell me how to navigate in this. In, like, how do I navigate through this? You have anything? And she goes, nope my goodness. <laughs> Nothing. So uh, that just goes to show you like pa- what pastors are dealing with now. It's unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Like it, you, you, there's no, nobody's got a book out yet mm-hmm. that I know of. <laughs> nobody, and nobody has all the answers. There, there, it's an amazing season we're in where there really are no actual experts. When mm-hmm. it, I, I mean, you can argue that back and forth with, you know, I, I know with the, the disease and all that stuff, that, the, the bickering back and forth with that. But just within the church, let's be honest. We're all pioneering right now. we mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're all in that, you know, I heard you guys in episode 10 talking about Joshua. Mm-hmm. We're we're in that position right now where it's mm-hmm. like this is this is trailblazing. Yeah. We're having to figure this out and and we we're going to have to be true to our word that we really are following the lead of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. There's there's not another answer. Yeah. There's not a well, there's this playbook I can go no. I mean, you we I've never seen a a, a season where we have to be um, adjust on the fly. Mm-hmm. Everything is so um, is it, got to be so flexible, mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing. So we're having to some of the the old foundational things are just uh, are becoming ineffective, and we're having to really find what that new wineskin skin looks like for this season, and so. Um, so on, in one sense, mm-hmm. I, I feel insufficient as a leader because I'm not as experienced as the man before me. I, you know, didn't have his education level. But on the other hand, it's like
0: all of this is crazy and nobody knows mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so
2: I, I just gotta, I just gotta lean into the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, oh,
0: yeah, because you're leading like,
1: like you said, nobody has any answers. It's, no, is, yeah. I love it though. I tell you, I, I, I
2: kind of do. Loki I, I, <laughs> I enjoy do. It.
1: I, I really cool. do enjoy it. Um, and help me out here, but there, there's uh, a part in the Bible where God says that, um, he'll take away your stony heart mm-hmm. and give you a heart of flesh. Mm-hmm. And one time I was teaching on that and I use these little pebbles from outside and, um, and I switched it for some Play-Doh I remember that. and, um, and what I see just in my own life is, um, God is, is changing things in my heart, <laughs> um, and taking away, it was a, it was a black rock and, uh, and I, and I took the black rock and I compared it to the Play-Doh. And the thing with the Play-Doh is it's it's malleable. It's yeah. flexible, like yeah. you were saying. And you can create like a giraffe out of the mm-hmm. Play-Doh. You can pull it. You can stretch it. You can squeeze it. Um, whoever has the Play-Doh in their hands can do whatever they right. want with it. And I and I just see this time, I know for me personally, as God taking away a lot of those um, stony hearts. Right. Um, just even... You know, we can have stony hearts in how we we, uh, conduct services and how we treat people, you know, and how we just view God. And I think that God is using this time where nobody has answers to just break us down so that we do have hearts and we do have trust that is like the Play-Doh that's malleable that you can can change and you um, can—he can really do whatever he wants uh,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: with our hearts if we let him. So um, I just say all that to say, man, during this time, I'm just so— Thankful, I'm so grateful right. that God is breaking us down. It's yep. hard, but I mean, what what's going to come on the other side is is beautiful. Yeah, is I believe, and, and we
2: have to trust Him. Um, you know, oh, it's man. we we. It's amazing how you think you you think you're outside the box, right? Mm-hmm. Like m- most people I know, um, they mm-hmm. they think they think outside the box. Mm-hmm. I think I think outside the box, and then God takes away the box. And you're like, hold up, uh, yeah. where, where, where'd everything go? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, I, I is, uh, yeah, I, am it, there is an excitement I have for the season. It, it's crazy out there. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's so much confusion, which lets you know who's, who's wreaking havoc out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause we know God's not the author.
0: Exactly. So you,
2: you, you, you have that out there, but even though we see that I have such a ho- a hopefulness that, God God isn't just abandoning the church, He isn't mm-hmm. abandoning believers. you know I, I think he's putting us through a process because let's be honest God loves process mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody I'm sure everybody in this room and everybody listening can talk mm-hmm. about yep I've been through a process
0: right,
2: right, right. <laughs> and, oh yes and 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 he loves to see us grow in it
3: mm-hmm.
2: but there's a there it really is a new wine skin he's he's pouring out something fresh. Now that what we were doing just on the other side of this isn't going to work, mm. you know. The beginning of this year, the first two messages that it, that God, the, the first the first Sunday of this year, mm. I I came in and and it was the it was that 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 greatest fear you have as a pastor. I don't know what I'm going to talk about this mm. morning. Mm. I prepare Now don't get me wrong. I was up like two three in the morning preparing. You know, and uh, and I and I had this message, but I just looked at it, and I just wanted to crumple it up throw it right. against them. No, that's not it. Mm-hmm. But I can't crumple it up because it's all I got right yeah. now. Ooh. And I walked into uh this year, 2020, with that. Wow. And it turned out and, and but God showed up. I, I was I was faithful to do everything I could, but then at the end go, okay Lord, here, but it's yours. Um so uh, and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody to be an expert in just being unprepared all the time. But that. I think God actually blesses when we prepare. But we're willing to take that and just turn it over and say, even though I spent four hours mm. mm-hmm. on that last night and I, I lost a lot of sleep,
3: mm. I'll,
2: never give to, I'll never give to you something that doesn't cost me. You know, mm. like there, that's what David said. You know, oh, he, that's he, mm-hmm. and, and, that, and, and so I was like, I'm, I'm good with this. I'm 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 gl- I'm actually happy to do this. So in that in that w- you know worship went went wild that morning and um and and then we we got a word, you know uh, God God began to speak to us and said, we, "Are you willing to trust me where you have no control? Are you willing to?" Tr- trust me where you actually have zero control beyond your control mm. and then in the next me- uh, and then he, he and then that's what he spoke that morning and he gave me more for it for the next Sunday mm. which I remember titling that message into the unknown and I don't even understand how wow. the it could be any more prophetic to where we are right now trust him beyond where we can control right. and 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 get ready to go into the unknown and we, we've just been talking about pioneering you know you guys were talking about um, Israel coming out of Egypt and Joshua uh, keep referencing episode ten. That was hey, good. It, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it, you know, but isn't it amazing? You, you guys talked about this. They complained. Israel complained after going through parted waters, right? Mm-hmm. Being delivered supernaturally Jesus. from slavery and bondage, they got to the other side and they began to complain. Mm-hmm. And 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 in the midst of their complaint, they said, "I think it was you, Austin, that said it," that. It would have been. It would be better if we go back to Egypt.
3: Mm-hmm. Now
2: hold up a second. What? 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 It, so you're telling me there is something that that Israel feared more than slavery, wow, more than bondage, mm-hmm. and even death,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that was not being in control. Mm. They feared not being in control Jesus. more than bondage. Jesus. There are. There are. I think there are believers probably within the sound of our voice you know we've we were we're more okay with a form of bondage because we can understand it we can control it we've walked around that room and we know we know we know where everything mm-hmm. is than 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 to go into the actual unknown mm-hmm. i mean god delivers them and what what is the first thing they do moses goes goes up a mountain and they go building a god
3: mm-hmm.
2: why cuz they can make it they can see it they can control it. It's malleable in their hands.
3: Mm.
2: (laughs) Wow. And so that's, and and uh, that, that, that kind of set the tempo for us for the whole year. I mean, it's amazing. I went in empty handed, but, but God, but God knew exactly what was going to happen in, was it March, April, and even, you know, he, he knew and, and he, he set things in motion. And so it gave me confidence that as crazy as it is now, and even though there are no experts, um, he's got this. I think he yeah, likes yes. this, right? Because yeah. we got to hear his voice.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You got to go yes. on your knees. Imagine, imagine, yeah. as believers, we actually have to depend on hearing his mm-hmm. voice, not just say, "I hurt the Lord." No, no, you yeah, you actually, better yes. hear yeah. the Lord. You actually have to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, mm-hmm. believers actually have to believe. It's, it's imagine a, that. A, <laughs> interesting concept, but yes, yeah, that's
1: that's that's where we are. Man. I have to say this. Uh, <laughs> shameless plug here. TD Jake's the
0: mm-hmm. best.
1: He preached a message a couple of weeks ago called Come Empty. And, and he preached about um, the lady who um, the lady with the oil and mm-hmm. the vessels. And he just talked about how, um, gosh, I just went blank here. Who was it, Elisha? Yeah. Elisha. I, or, or.
2: Elijah or Elisha? I mixed yeah. them up all the I, time. I, I, do, I do the same. I think it was Elisha. Elisha.
1: Yeah. So he told her to go borrow empty vessels. Mm-hmm. And he just talked about how. Um, he homed in on the empty part, how we have to come to God empty Mm -hmm. and God will ask, ask us to borrow empty, Mm -hmm. you know, ask us to, to give when we feel like we don't have anything else. And, um, it just reminds me of everything you're saying about having, having to trust God. Like we're at a point now where no matter how much research comes out, no matter, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going on in the world, there's still, we still come up short. We still Mm -hmm. don't have the answers for a lot of stuff. And, um, and truth be told, there's so much peace in not knowing. Mm-hmm. When you really think about it, and when you sit in mm. a place where you're like, I really just don't know. If I'm being real with you, that's what I love being. There. I'm with you. 100%. I love being there because I'm like I'm looking at God now. Like, yeah. well, yeah, the ball is in your court. There's nothing else I can do yeah. at this point. Absolutely. And there's so much peace there because God is a man of His word, yeah. and if you know God, you know He's not gonna leave you out here high and dry. So it's like, well. Yeah, I'm just gonna rest until you tell me to. I, That's I,
2: I love those. I I think people look at me crazy when I say yeah no. When I have no other options, I'm actually the most confident because yes. I got nothing else but just to yeah. trust God.
0: I, I'm at my lowest. I got no. Uh, the devil made a mistake. Yes, yes. I'm telling. <laughs> see, the thing is, when you don't have any options, you know the outcome is you win. That's right. Mm-hmm. Because as long as I have an option, that means it's dependent on me to do something, mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. can yeah. fail. Yeah. yeah. But like, God can't. Yeah. So
2: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny you say that because something that God, um, uh, this was uh, years back, I, I I remember Him saying to me, you know, as as a believer, as someone, as as a, as a son, you know, in in Him, you can't fail if you don't quit. Mm. That's the truth. that That's the power of grace in our life. His uh, His goodness in our life is mm. it's actually impossible for you to fail if you don't quit. See, see, we make mistakes. But
3: mm-hmm.
2: That's not failure. It's mm-hmm. it's only failure if you stop there. Mm-hmm. You know, and and there are so many people who who have believed a lie of the enemy that they're fi- that they that they have failed. They're failing God. It's like no, no. You got breath in your body. You hadn't been canceled. All you got to do is take the next step. You know. Um, and so and so it, I, that that has been a motto of mine for. How many years now. If I don't quit, I can't fail. His that's grace is sufficient. Woo. And so, man, that I hope that speaks to somebody. Because, man, that, yes. that 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 for, I know for me that Speaking that's me. been an empower an empowering yes. thing that God has spoken into my life.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tack onto that because that was just amazing. One thing that that God always deals with with me, whether it's me trying to forgive someone or even forgive myself, because if I'm being real the hardest thing to do is forgive yourself mm-hmm. and to get back yep. up and um, one thing God would just whisper to me was was my sacrifice enough
3: mm-hmm.
1: because sometimes we think that we can out the cross we can out-sin God's uh, the sacrifice that Jesus mm-hmm. made it's like nah this is the 106th time I've done this mm-hmm. there's no way your blood is still yeah. pouring out yeah. you know what I'm saying we're thinking yeah. so logically yeah. like mm, I'm pretty sure his blood is like yeah. probably dropped it left but mm-hmm. he whispered to me was it enough? And I always have to go back to the yep, cross. Absolutely. And it humbles me. And the challenge is, now I have an obligation to get up. I wear this wristband mm-hmm. that says, fall seven times, stand up eight. Because I know that I'm not a perfect man at all. And, um, you know, in my personal life, I fall often um, mm-hmm. with just things that I say, things that I think, whatever it is. Yeah. And no matter what it is, I look at this and I think about the cross and no matter how bad I want to stay on the ground, I have to get up.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I have yeah. to. Yeah. So, tacking on to what you said, if somebody's listening, get up. Yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. Just,
1: just get, just up. get yeah. up. Absolutely. As long as you have breath, get That's up. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's is, right. That is so good. I was going to ask, you know, like, when we're talking about, like, just this whole leaning while bleeding and trying to figure it out in, in this season, now we're all being placed or forced to a place of vulnerability right Mm -hmm. like we're all having to be vulnerable because the secret's out nobody has the answers you know what i'm saying there's no need of putting up a front well at least i hope you're honest yeah there's no need of putting up a front because we know you don't have the answers and if you do have the answers and you're holding out we're gonna jump you (laughs) at this point but you don't have the answers because people would honestly love to have the answer right now. Yeah, that would be, yeah. think of how much bragging rights it would be. Oh my goodness. <laughs> to be the pastor that had the answer. Right like now, right? how how much, you know, that's a best-selling book right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My question is when you're leading and you're trying to figure it out, how do you play the thin line between vulnerability? Like even in grief, what's what is how do you balance who you can open up with who you can trust as we know Jesus had disciples but then he also had Mm -hmm. the three right so how do you balance the thin line of this is where I can be vulnerable this is where I have to keep it between me and God this is where I can share it with that intimate circle yeah and honestly that I can't imagine that
2: there is a standard that's the same for everybody Mm -hmm. there's no there's no there's no formula for that one I mean you're not just talking about yourself you're talking about People around you, right? As well, and um, and he, look, we forget that Jesus picked Judas.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like yeah. He picked him, and and he betrayed him. And so there are going to be people. Um, if we're looking for a way to be vulnerable, and and it never come back on us, that's impossible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just the action of love itself means you're opening up your heart, mm-hmm. and you're vulnerable. Um, I mean, I always think about I, I I always think about Jesus Christ in this moment. And it, he opened up his heart. He healed. He he provided. He 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 performed miracles, mm. and at the end, he opened his heart to all these folks who were yelling "Crucify him!" I mean, that's that's the guy who I, is my example, and so um, as much as Look, let's be honest. It sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you you're not you shouldn't subject yourself to constant. You know, I'm not saying you know, hey, go find punishment. Right, <laughs> go, yeah. You know, right. go you know, go be masochistic. Go get and abused. Let, let, yeah. yeah, go get abused <laughs> and, and messed up. Yeah, do it for the Lord. Right. No, no. Slap me. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But the truth is, it's Im- it's impossible to get in a, a real relationship mm-hmm. that. Doesn't have real, at least a level of some sort of vulnerability, which doesn't expose you to the um, the potential for disappointment. Mm. You you can't do it. Trying trying to avoid it will make you um, it will make you a callous leader because you, you won't actually care. It's weird because our, our shepherd cares about his sheep. We have to love. We we have to love the right. ones that we're leading. Or else we're not fit to lead them mm-hmm. but it does come with pain it, i mean it does come with a price um really what we have to tell ourselves is the person that you're having a relationship with and you need to know this up front how much do you value them
3: mm-hmm.
2: if you don't value them it'll be easy to quit
3: mm-hmm. it'll be it'll mm-hmm. the
2: hurts will the hurts will make you want to quit y'all we got an enemy it's like. We're surprised when he uses things, and, and it's weird. Usually, what hurts us isn't something someone did on purpose. It's a confusion. It's a miss. Mm. It's a it's a crossing of wires because the enemy got in. I think there's this there's this play called Deception. People need to go go back and watch where there's lots of scenarios where 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 the enemy oh, got all of man. in there.
3: Are we not living that today? Oh
2: yeah, I'm. <laughs> I think that's always been the case, though. You know, Jeez. like the enemy whispers. You know, it's a person whispers for something over here this person says something over here and this is the and then the perception changes everything right you know but that's right. not actually what happened i mean right. it's been plenty of times in my life i thought i heard something i reacted to it and then i felt nope mm-hmm. that wasn't it mm-hmm. then you have to repent yeah i had to <laughs> repent oh, and boy. so uh, it just neat. what that but knowing that in advance if you know that vulnerability comes with a cost let's be honest love huh? com- comes with a cost mm. it's impossible to love without risk I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's impossible to say I do and and be in full control. You know, I I married a woman that I believe fully would be faithful to me, would love me. But man, is she different than me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. and in in the middle of being different, like the enemy will want to step in there and say, see, she don't love you.
3: Mm. See, she don't
2: believe in you. And I don't know how many times in my life, like, scenarios like that would happen, you know? And sh- and there is nobody who has more access to my heart than her outside of the Lord, you know what I mean? Like, she has full access in here. She could, like, put some stuff all over the place, rearrange all the furniture and all that. Love that. You know, all that could happen. But, but I was willing to go, how much did I value this relationship? I know what I said in the beginning, and I'm just going to trust God that— there's some confusion in here. He's going to work out, and he did every time. Mm. It just took some time and patience and and growing, and and it's amazing how both me and my wife gr- have grown from our marriage. Y'all, we've been married 19 years. Um, just just uh, j- July seventh. So mm. what's that? Like two days ago. Hey, congratulations! J- 19 years. We're still learning. Mm. We're wow. still learning. We're still learning each other. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's amazing. We think we we think we figured each other out. And then we go no, there's still some mm. mystery here to walk <laughs> oh, out. But wow. it's but but I remember what we had and the value I had for the relationship at the beginning, y'all. I fell in love with this woman, mm. head over heels. And so, for me, love was a choice in the beginning, mm. not a feeling. I'm going to choose no matter what. You know how I, it's in an amazing revelation. It says, remember your first love, mm-hmm. y- yep. y'all. Mm-hmm. That's you want y'all want a secret to marriage. Remember your first love. Yeah. Remember what it was you wanted to build right at the beginning, and it'll help you look and see where you are. You go back and look at the plans. You go, okay, we went a little bit off here, you know what? Well, but we'll figure this out because because wow. you're worth it. Wow. So yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how I spun into that, y'all. I'm sorry, but gems, but yo, wifey, but you got to <laughs> big facts. I remember you all Miss LA, Miss big, Austin big, out big there. <laughs> hey, wait, he said on
0: the panel at the Valentine's Day thing. No wonder yeah, we get some leftovers. We get some leftovers. Come on now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh man. man sharing this plug. But yeah, absolutely. So you're listening. You know, I remember you already. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's, Yo, that's that's that is really good. Yeah. yeah. I just you know I just always have to add something. I just love this. But uh, it just reminds me of Jesus though, because Jesus died on a maybe. Mm, that's true. So he died on maybe and we can go a whole lifetime and then maybe at the end maybe accept it and it's hurtful you know to Mm -hmm. him too Um, Mm. and we understand like on a a human level uh, with our experiences but he died with whoever will yeah Yeah. that's now there's
2: a I think you know this talking about elephant in the room there's lots of people who would argue with that theologically Mm -hmm. you know I don't. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the scripture says Jesus said, When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? That was a right. question. Mm-hmm. So unless he was kidding, kidding around, you know, and right. just I was just kidding, mm-hmm. y'all already I already right. know the answer. Like, he said it because we have a part to play in all of this. We do. Mm-hmm. See, we think it's we think we got it hard having to have faith to follow Jesus. You realize he had faith in us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He died for the joy set. Before him, and that's me and you. So, y'all, we're having to have faith in a perfect person, and we're struggling. Jesus had to go and put faith in all of us, and we are very imperfect, right? You know, and right. and we mess up all the time. And, and and like Austin said, there was no guarantee. I mean, you know, there was no guarantee. I think that that's what made it so difficult. You know, we talk about what Jesus suffered, and people think about the physical um, weight. But y'all, he loved all these yeah. people. That's right. he, he's he's like, I'm I'm pulling this cross right now for all of y'all, but you're throwing things at me. You're cursing, mm. spitting, yelling, um, you know, and you're 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 cheering for me to 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 die, mm. and and I'm doing this in hope. That you'll know that I did this for you? Y'all, Yo, we'd have been way... Let's be honest. All the rest of us here on planet Earth would have been way too offended yeah. to carry that cross the rest of yeah, the... He could have just said... Drop, you know what about this? Dro- <laughs> let me, me tell this. you. Let me, just, let me just tell y'all <laughs> something right now. Man. I'm going to start over. I, my, my dad up in heaven got a new design. Right. We're just going to say, forget Man, y'all. At
0: the at the Garden of Gethsemane, I would have been yes. Dying. At the moment Judas walked in there and betrayed me after I just fed you yep. dinner, yep. bruh, bruh, oh, we done. Yeah, we done. And I'm not healing your ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Malchus, you, you can sit yep. there. I ain't healing nothing. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. Nah. yeah.
2: That's how we would have been. Yeah, right? for real. I know. That's, why, I, that's See, why we're not I, What I love about this is. Jesus, the Lord, he never asks us to do something that he doesn't understand fully. Thank you, Jesus. He understands. I mean, he Thank understands you. it fully. He, he, you know, we look at what what he asked Abraham to do. I mean, mm-hmm. I always go, man, I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I don't, I could, could I have done that? I think about that as I'm a dad, you know, I love each, I, even though I got lots of kids, believe it or not, I can't imagine life without any one of them, Mm. like each one of them are, are, I have all of my heart. I don't know how that works, but it's the truth. Somebody come up to me and said, the Lord said to sacrifice, you know, go ahead and put your child on the chopping block. And man, I, but Abraham did it. But see, Mm. and that seems like a crazy thing to ask, but he told Abraham to stop. He stopped Abraham who stopped, who stopped the father who stopped, who stopped father God. Mm. He watched his son. And I, I, this is probably going extra biblical, but just I, I, when I see this, I can't help but have the thought: when when Jesus says, um, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do," I just wonder if God had a, a clenched fist at that moment, watching what His Son yeah. was going through, and it was the Son who said, "No, it's okay. I I, I, I know mm-hmm. what I I, I I know that might mess with some folks, but no, but that's good. But it's... but." he's he he, we act like the father didn't love his son right
0: like he just sent him there and was like yeah yeah
2: and didn't no 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 no. there was love there yeah you know and so i I, I, yeah i picture that and it's like i see that moment and and it just it again god doesn't Mm -hmm. ask things of us that he doesn't understand fully you know like he he fully understands what we're going through and in every scenario He's he's seen and 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 done greater and and put up with greater than we ever will, and so man, that's that's, I, I guess I just always have that in mind, you know.
1: Oh, man, I always think about that too. Yeah, it's, man, woo.
0: Y'all, I, honestly, like I'm just sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Jeff is 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 <laughs> like seriously one of my f- absolute favorites, one of my absolute favorites. You know, um, s- you know. A question that I know a lot of people have,
3: mm-hmm.
0: whether they're leading and they're grieving or, or, or whatever area they're bleeding in, does it get better is the question. Yes. I mean,
2: I, I even hesitate to say that because um, some of y'all might have been bleeding for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to say this and, and just kind of gloss over and right. happy coat, you know, you're hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, hurt is real. Um, if if our faith isn't built on God is good, what do we have? Mm. You know, if our if we don't look at everything through that lens, so um, there are people who have been martyred right for their faith, um, and and so yeah, b- the bleeding does stop, um, but there's but there's such an individuality and a uniqueness to everybody's walk. I can't describe for you when or where that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I know though that the more you're convinced of his goodness, no matter how dark the moment you're in is, you know that, what does it say? He works all things Mm -hmm. for the good. He works Mm. all things for the good. If we believe that, then we can take that proverbial next step we've been talking about. Mm. You know, just take the next step. Um, There's lots of You know, there are leaders and pastors who are probably listening to this, and you're, you're hurt. Um, I'll say this: um, one of the things that I see leaders and especially pastors do, uh, and I can be guilty of it, too, um, is you tend to act like you're alone, Mm. and that's probably the worst thing you can do. Um, No, if if you're walking around with the burden of thinking everybody thinks I have to get this right all the time. you, it's it's going to crumple you, mm-hmm. because because nobody can handle the weight of that responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know. I think you were there when I was speaking about the the friends who put their, who who, who lowered the mm-hmm. the lame man. Mm-hmm. You know, um, right there before Jesus. You were, you know, a whole bunch of people were walking to to go see Jesus, and they see the lame man. I, whether they know him or not, I don't know. But I call them friends because of what they did. They're yeah. obviously friends. Yeah. Right. Um. Can you imagine that lame man going, mm. no, 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 you guys, I, no, can we, can we take you over there? No, no, no. I, I got it. I'm good. You know, uh, like he's, he's mm. paralyzed. He, he can't move. Mm. And there, we get to places where we're just like this lame man, mm. you know, we're paralyzed. We can't move. And, and we need other people in our, you know, we, I'm, I'm, I'm fully convinced of this. None of us were designed to do this, do this by ourselves. No, you know? No um, I mean, I mean, if there was one exception I could give, maybe John the Baptist, who yeah. <laughs> went out into exactly. the wilderness, but then you know he kind of he kind of needed some help when he was in prison, you know, like mm-hmm. he. So, but so I say all that because um, what did Jesus say when they lowered him? Mm-hmm. Whose faith did he commend? The, the friends. The, he commended the friends, not the one who was hurt. Mm-hmm. If you're hurt, you got get get some people you trust around you whose faith can help you when yours is struggling, because that will help you with the bleeding that will help you with getting over it knowing that you're not in it alone the, what does a wolf want to do it wants to attack the the one that the the lamb that's separated from the rest that's the vulnerable one you know that's the one that's most likely to be attacked and so uh that's where the enemy wants us we're going to have to be uh, for especially for us guys we got to put down our pride and go, Mm. okay, I I really am struggling with this right now. I'm having a hard time. Um, When I took over as pastor here, I had a handful of um, more experienced, um, older senior pastors who said, hey, if you ever need anything, one guy was like, if you ever need to talk, come over you know discuss anything you want to cuss a little bit I mean, ah, he was he was, it was oh, he was oh he's like listen I'm gonna be real with you you're gonna struggle you're gonna you're gonna want to pull your hair out and he said he said come you I won't judge it. you I will help you and I and I, I I've got that in my back pocket yeah. my, you know if, if I get to that point I know that there's somebody mm-hmm. who will who will be there with me mm-hmm. um but yeah th- th- look so many I know that are listening to this you've you're hurt. You don't have to hurt by yourself. Maybe you, you can't figure out how to get unhurt. Maybe it's not for you to figure out. The lame man, that, that paralyzed man was not going to figure out how to get there by himself. Mm-hmm. He needed other people to notice and go out of their way, and they even, they, they, they look, the, the other people wouldn't even move out of the way. These four friends had to climb up on that roof and lower him down before Jesus. Mm-hmm. They probably had needs too, and they, and, they, and they went to, we need people like that in our lives. That we can trust to do that, and and they're going to be, you know what, they're going to be as imperfect as we are, and mm. and we have to know that. But uh, that would be my advice to mm. people who are dealing with, especially that that level of disappointment. You know, um, I don't want you to feel like there's something wrong with you.
3: Mm.
2: You know, um, yes, there's something you're dealing with, but you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I've dealt with disappointment. You know, and it's come. It's it's been heavy in seasons. It's been light in seasons, and that's normal. I know when I'm in my most disappointed and most hurt, most bleeding place, the enemy wants me to feel like I'm by myself. I'm a failure. You know, nobody else would be doing this. If they were in my position, they would figure it out by now. That's the kind of real things that I that the enemy wants to whisper. And you know what? I can't fail if I don't quit. (laughs) Mm, You got to have some, you got to have some, like, you know, some, some, something to always go back to. And, you know, again, I I build all this off of the idea that God is good. Isn't that always, that seems so cliche, but if that's not true, what are we doing? Exactly. How do we know, how do we navigate? Yeah. God Mm -hmm. is good. So the crazy that we see, God's goodness has a part to play in Figuring all of this out, and you know, and and it's amazing, you know. He 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 works all things for the good to those who love him are called according to his purpose. That's what the word says.
0: So man, that, I, that is a word. Mm-hmm. I don't That's know. Do man. you have other?
1: No man, it, I just got to soak on that. Honestly.
0: Now we call this the huddle for a reason because we like to give people <laughs> strategy, and you just gave us. Literally, I'm I'm probably going to listen to this five million times after yeah, this because it too. was. I think definitely i i said it this has become very therapeutic for me and i really do believe that god is using this to minister to me personally and um what a way to kick off (laughs) (laughs) what a way to kick off season two what a way before we end though we we call it the huddle which means we gotta give strategy and the reason we say we gotta give strategy and the reason i called it the huddle i'm gonna explain it for season two for those of you who didn't listen When I watch football, because I sure enough didn't play it. (laughs) (laughs) When I watch, you always see them huddle up, and they're kind of getting their game plan together to go back in the field. And we know that this is a battlefield that we're living on. Mm -hmm. And so what's a battlefield without strategy? How do we incorporate or uh, equip people to have the the skills to to fight and to win the battle? And the battle is against the enemy. That's the only enemy on the opposing team that we have. So with that being said, we give them strategy number one is always pray. number one is always pray. Mm -hmm. number two when it comes to leading while bleeding do you have any other advice that we could give people if they're in a position and they're leading and they're bleeding at the same time
2: um i i guess nothing else but to reiterate don't be alone Mm -hmm. do not you're already not alone (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you you know you believers out there you the lord's with you but don't yet. don't don't let yourself be alone. Your mind can play some serious tricks on you. The enemy loves to mess with that thing. That and 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 you, you need to you need to open up and let somebody help you figure out which way is north, which way is south, which way is east, which way is west. We lose sense of gravity when we get into these situations. So so yeah, I, as a strategy, first thing I would do is say go go talk to somebody. Um, you know somebody, anybody, somebody you can trust and confide in.
0: Mm-hmm. I would say to add to that To the strategy Something that you said earlier Focus on how good God is That's right Mm -hmm. Focus When you can focus On how good God is And has been in your life You go back And start thinking Of how you should have died How you should have failed A long time ago How you shouldn't have made it When you factor all that stuff in Mm -hmm. It helps you to realize Like surely I can make it Through this Mm thing
1: Yeah Mm Amen Yeah Um, If I had to add One last thing I would just say um, Love again Mm-hmm. love again love one more time um, yeah man God spoke to me a long time ago and said the best way to heal is to love again um, that's and, true he absolutely right. and uh, he showed us that when he went to the cross each, each step he took mm. he had us in mind and he had to keep loving us each step of the way to take it all the way to the cross so um, it's painful but that's the best way to heal mm. um, just to love one more time that's good, that's part of amen. not quitting, too. That's, that's right. right, that's right. <laughs> so,
0: well, ladies and gentlemen, that is our strategy. Number one, in case you didn't write it down, remember is always pray. Number one is pray, number two is don't do this alone, set up some accountability, be honest. Number three, focus on how good God is, and number four, love again. Amen. Um, we don't want to end this episode without prayer, and I'm gonna ask since we have the honorable Pastor Jeff Lates in the <laughs> building to please pray us out as we end this episode, amen. amen. amen.
2: Hallelujah. Father God, I just I'm thankful for this opportunity. I'm thankful for LA and Austin, Lord, the these mighty men of God who are just seeking to serve you and serve your kingdom and and reach people, Lord. I believe, Jesus, that they have they have a heart after you in doing all of this. In, in their vision for the huddle, their vision for kingdom over castles. I thank you, Lord, that they're effective and that they're reaching people and you have a you have a purpose and a plan in store for all of this and lord i just thank you for all those who are listening right now lord and they're in so many different um circumstances lord i just lift them up and say lord in every single circumstance just remind them that you're lord you're king over all of it none of it knocks you off your throne you're good god and we just Thank you for your goodness, Lord Father. We know that there's crazy things happening all around us, but we thank you that you're the one, you're the rock. This is the reason you say you're you're the rock. The winds can come, the waves can come, but we'll stand on this rock. We'll stand on you, Jesus, and and we'll trust you through this because we know you're good. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Bless you. Thank you so much for coming. We certainly got to have you back. Yeah. Thank you so much.